hello, hello. Welcome to our special broadcast today. Uh, happy winter solstice. And I cannot believe I'm saying this, but almost 2022. Uh, I am Delisa Hawking. I'm joined by Lisa Gunshore. We've got Maddie up there in the middle, Michelle and Kate Wynn. Uh, today, we're going to be bringing you a lot of goodness. We've got beautiful music that Maddie is going to be sharing with us. We're also going to be looking at astrology for 2022 with Kate Wynn. And then myself and Lisa and Michelle are all going to be weighing in on what we think 2022 is going to be like for you. So this is the time to share this live broadcast with your friends, your family, your open-minded co-workers, and invite them to come and join us today. We will encourage you to interact with us live here in the comments. So start by telling us where are you tuning in from. And so with that, thanks for bringing us together, Lisa. Yeah, thank you guys for being here. And thank you, Delisa, for bringing us in here together. And happy solstice to everybody out there. Um, all of you in the Northern Hemisphere, this is our shortest day of the year. And for all of you who watch it in the Southern Hemisphere, I know we have a lot of people from New Zealand and Australia. Um, welcome in to your longest day of the year. And hopefully I'm not freezing up. Am I okay, you guys? Because I You're look okay. like I'm okay, perfect. <laughs> All right. So with the solstice, we have a little solstice prayer. And um, after this prayer, I'm really excited because Maddie is going to debut some music for us, which I'm really, really excited about. Um, just to get us into a sacred space as we start. So I'm going to share this prayer and then I'll hand it over to you, Maddie. So, um, and welcome in. I just love seeing everybody in here. So many people commenting and joining us. So thank you so much. And here we go. A little winter solstice prayer. <clears throat> the dark shadow of space leans over us. We are mindful that the darkness of greed, exploitation, and hatred also lengthens its shadow over our small planet Earth. As our ancestors feared death and evil and all the dark powers of winter, we fear that the darkness of war, discrimination, and selfishness may doom us and our planet to an eternal winter. May we find hope in the lights we have kindled on this sacred night. Hope in one another and in all who form the web, the work of peace and justice that spans the world. In the heart of every person on this earth burns the spark of luminous goodness. In no heart is there total darkness. May we who have celebrated this winter solstice by our lives and service, by our prayers and love, call forth from one another the light and the love that is hidden in every heart and so it is and with that i'll send it over to you maddie and you can share a little bit um, about what you're going to uh, share with us and i'll take the banner off because i know you have a video okay great thank you so much lisa i feel really honored and excited to share my music in this setting because it really is for this purpose it's to uplift and to offer healing and and comfort and so this is the perfect this is the perfect place especially to ring in the new year as well i purposely picked a song to start out my the first portion of my presentation that's really it's all about unity but it's definitely it definitely has an element of of excitement to it and i want us all to be able to feel that as we enter 2022 
there's a lot of chaos going on, but I think that we can still feel excited about our own personal paths and excited about the fact that even though thing, things seem crazy right now, I truly believe so much light is coming in to our planet right now. And so that's what the first song really emulates. And I actually decided to call it One, one Heart, One Earth because it really is about unity and bringing us all together. So I'm really excited to debut that because I've never, never shared that one before. And then I'll also be, I also included one of my favorite compositions called The Healing in this portion, portion of my presentation as well. And that's just to, I mean, it's self-explanatory, offer healing and comfort. So that's really, that's really the intention. That's really what I want people to feel throughout um, the time they listen to my music is, you know, feeling uplifted and allowing whatever healing comes through to come through. Because like you were saying, Lisa, my music isn't necessarily all, you know, calming meditative music a lot of it really is intended to activate something within you to release negativity or duality within you so i just hope whatever people feel they can welcome and yeah take what take what you want from it i'm really excited to share <laughs> so i will just get that started for you Let's see here.
Look at wow. these comments too. I love it so much. Chrissy so said, nice. I didn't know how much I needed to hear this until oh, I did. So beautiful. Absolutely thankful to have been guided here this morning. Jenny, so <clears throat> beautiful and joyous. Nina, hello, Nina. Um, let's Nina. see if I can get this smooth. There we go. Beautiful, Maddie. Um, Mary, we love Mary. Maddie, your music opens my heart right up. I feel so much light coming in. Um, yes. Oh my gosh. KTL, I love listening to the music with my eyes closed. Um, we have beautiful, stunning. So everybody go to SoundCloud and follow Maddie Morley immediately. Yeah, me too. I think I'm Madison Morley on there. Just, oh, got me. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. Nice comments. Thank you. Yeah. I liked what Mary said. She was like, Your hands move so quickly, our eyes don't even see them, which is funny because the video didn't work. Thank you, Mary. <laughs> so true. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, well, thank you so much. That was just beautiful. Thank you. Thanks. I'm really happy I could share that with everyone because. Like, I, I mean, I think I said this to you, Lisa, when we talked about my music, but like my podcast is all about sharing our spiritual truth, right? And finding our truth. But music is the number one way that I can actually share that in a way that's really far reaching. So I'm really happy to introduce that to people and have people find it. So thank you. I'm really grateful and honored I could share it with you all. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Well, we are pretty excited because we're going to get into 2022 astrology and predictions. And I would love to open it to the chat. If you guys have questions about next year, um, start throwing them in there. And if you have any of your own insights, you know, we have so many psychics and mediums and healers in our community. So if you have any of your own insights, please share those as well. And we'll get to questions and comments all throughout um, the show and thank you to everybody who's joining and we have with us. I want to just quickly um, Have Kate Delisa and Michelle. Do you guys want to just quickly introduce yourself? I think everybody knows who we are, but just in case Yeah, and one clarification um, Or maybe I need clarification <laughs> Get some more questions. Do we want to have questions that are more applicable to the collective? Yes Okay. Instead yes. of like personal questions. Okay. Yeah. Not personal um, questions, just questions about 2022 on the planet. On the planet. So whatever question you want to ask, make sure your neighbors would want to hear about it too. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, that's all right, Barbarella. I was thinking it before you posted your question. Um, so I'm Delisa, fifth generation psychic medium. I'm the CEO of Spirit and Spark, and I'm also getting ready to launch another brand, which is exciting for 2022. Uh, and I'm just thrilled to be here and hang out with some of my my gal pals and talk about the year ahead. So uh, spiritandspark.com or all of that on social media. <laughs> I'm Michelle Snelling. I'm a psychic medium, intuitive medium, I usually say, and um, the accidental aromatherapist with a line of custom created essential oil and salt products that are wonderful tools to help us to heal 
in all the ways, physically, emotionally, and spiritually. And I am so excited to be here today and talk about all that's going to be coming. So. My name is Kate Wynn. Thank you so much for having me today. Um, I'm a second generation astrologer and tarot reader based here in Las Vegas. And I'm excited to share some of my insight for 2022. Awesome. Well, I'm super happy to have all four of you here. And I'm Lisa Gunshore, Buddhist biohacker and functional Ayurveda wellness coach and psychic medium. And uh, here we go. So, Kate, I would love for you to kick us off with some astrology. And you guys, we're just going to start talking about the year and sharing what we think and just jump in, everybody, with questions and comments and all that good stuff. Awesome. Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think we have to start with where we are right now. So I know this is about 2022, but Venus just went retrograde here a few days ago, and this will carry us into those opening months of 2022. So it still is applicable, but we might start feeling it. So all planets retrograde. Of course, we talk about and hear about Mercury retrograde the most because it retrogrades two, three, sometimes four times a year. And Venus only retrogrades about every 18 months. So it is a pretty big deal when we see um, this aspect in astrology. And Venus rules things like love, money, and beauty. So if you already are starting to reconsider maybe friendships, clients, even your aesthetic look, this is a great time to be doing that. So <laughs> things like, oh, I'm going out and I'm getting a new hairdresser. Oh, you know, I'm doing a fake uh, eyelash extensions for the first time. I know those are minor things, right? But this energy that you're in supports it. Maybe you're just going through your Facebook friends or contact lists and saying unfollow, block. I don't need to see this anymore, right? This is a great time to start reconsidering money partnerships, friendships, and look. Now, um, something else that's happening here in this, this next few weeks is that Jupiter is going to move into Pisces. And if you've heard me talk about this before, I've been so excited because we saw um, a preview of this earlier in 2021. And Jupiter and Pisces is like rose-colored glasses. Like everything is great. Everything's fine. And it really gives us just this mysticism and this dreaminess, right? Which is awesome. Jupiter and Pisces are like BFFs, right? So they work really well together. And if we go back to when we saw this already in 2021, when we talk about that C word, right? It seemed like it was nowhere in the news. Everything was great. We were moving on. So as obviously where we are right now, I was kind of like, why are we seeing an uptick in what's going on? And that's why we need to go back to this Venus retrograde because I had to dive deeper into it because Venus retrograde sounds fun. But what I just put together is that it's retrograding over the exact points that started the kickoff of COVID. Now, I want you to think of something like, I hope this doesn't happen to anyone, but let's say we got stabbed or shot in our arm, okay? There is a point there now that we have to baby and that we have to heal. And maybe even after a couple of weeks, someone bumps it. Oh, ouch, that hurt. That is exactly what the example I want to give when we start thinking about those points that activated COVID. Here's Venus now basically ironing over these points again, which is probably why we're seeing an uptick. So as Venus starts to move direct 
in February of 2022. I do think that really Jupiter in Pisces, we will start seeing the benefit of that idea that things are back to normal. Everything looks great. Everything is fantastic. I love it. And I'm loving it. Jason, you crack me up. Jason's on his way to get eyelash <laughs> extensions. We love your sense of humor. Oh my gosh. And Anita, um, we love Anita in the community as well. She says, I can't wait for Jupiter to move. Maybe once it gets off my ascendant, I can lose some weight. Yes, that's so true. It's Jupiter's expansion. You know, so sometimes we think of opportunities. Oh, opportunities have been expanding, but unfortunately, sometimes that can go straight to that waistline. When is that, Kate, when Jupiter moves into Pisces? Uh, December 28th. Okay. So right, right before the saw preview, uh, I think it was March or April, June, July already of 2021. Okay. And can I um, just, Mary's comment about she's totally been reworking her wardrobe and about to go re-pierce her nose. I had a, a dream the other night that I re-pierced my nose. Yes. And I woke up thinking, I think I need to do that. So Mary, I'm right there with you. <laughs> well, and think about retrograde. It rules anything that begins with re. So redo, oh. repierce. Re Excellent time to be doing it. Everyone gets scared of retrogrades. But if you are in line with the energy where you're redoing, we're reworking, we're reconsidering, we're remodeling. That's what the energy is all about. So do it and you should feel like you're supported from the energies that are coming down. I love it. That would probably explain to you, like, I'm ready to put the tree away and like clean up already. Like I'm like, I'm done with this holiday. Like I just want to clean my house and I want to re like, I want to move the furniture and, and redo the inside of my house. So that totally makes sense. Cause that's where I'm at. I'm like, forget this holiday. <laughs> I'm right here with you. Which I never like that. Absolutely. And I only half decorated this year and I'm still done. Like, move it. Let's move on. Like, you know, I don't know. But <laughs> I love I just saw another word, revamp. That's another great reword. Yeah. So from there we do have to start discussing the Pluto return of the USA. So again. <laughs> All astrologers, I think this is a big one that we're talking about. If you've not heard of wait, it already before. Wait, wait, wait a minute. I have the perfect video for this. but I would say appropriate for like 2022, not just the Pluto return, but yeah. We got to hear that scared. <laughs> I just oh my love gosh. that video and I have any excuse to play it, but okay, go on. I'm ready to hear about the Pluto return. Okay. So just for people that maybe have not heard this before, just a really quick thing is that Pluto is returning to the exact same place it was when the USA was founded. So this only happens every about 248 years. So this is the first time that we are experiencing it as a country. Now it's hard to find other countries that have been through this same exact 
conjunction and have like the same borders, the same type of type of government, even the same name, because it can represent the idea of a before and an after. Now, before anyone gets freaked out, <laughs> I want you to think about if something takes 248 years to happen, once it's within a few degrees, I, I would be silly to say that we haven't been feeling it. So think if you were taking a 248 hour flight somewhere. Now that seems insane. I don't know where you would be going, but once you were within an hour or two, once you already be thinking like, oh gosh, we made it, like we're there, you would already be in that proximity of that end location. So we've already been seeing it. Now, Pluto rules the idea of the before and after, and Pluto rules everything that's been laying beneath the surface. So when people go through a Pluto aspect on a personal level, I'm saying, oh, you know, you might get very familiar with the underworkings of the body. Oh, you might find out about an affair that's been going on. Stuff that's been secretive is coming up. And it's in the sign of Capricorn. And Capricorn rules governments, structures, all of the patriarchy, if you will, that's kind of above us. So as we see this, the exact date is February 22nd, 2022. But Pluto will also be retrograding next year. So we will have this ironing over of this exact degree couple things to think about. Uh, Pluto entered Capricorn in 2008. So at the same time of the Pluto return, we are finishing up the last year of Pluto being in Capricorn. So we could think back to 2008, what was going on? Oh my gosh, we were seeing the housing crises, right? We were seeing mass layoffs. And here we are on the other side of it. Now, right now we're seeing the housing on the other, the opposite end of it, right? Housing's going through the roof. We're seeing people willingly quit their jobs saying, I'm not doing this anymore. So it is a bookend, very different circumstances, but very similar in regards to it's affecting the workforce um, and it's affecting the housing market and the cost of things. So if we had to make some predictions about it, obviously we could see a restructuring or a reworking of our government system. There could be a change in power due to money because Pluto does rule big money, right? When someone's going through a Pluto thing, we're not talking about a $5 increase. We're talking about maybe an inheritance, right? We're talking about big money. Or this could be preparing us for uh, Pluto moving into Aquarius where the power is being redistributed. Now, I would think that there will be even more people opting out of that traditional workforce that forces these corporations who have had control over us, if you will, to rework their plans where they're saying, okay, here's a better, here's a more comprehensive um, salary, time off, insurance, right? If we continue to go the way that we're going, it could get to the point where people can't live, right? Prices have gone crazy. So when people say, oh, I'm so scared about what's going to happen, there should be a redistribution, right? This should make us feel like, okay, we can survive, right? Maybe these systems were meant for us and not just for a few very powerful people. Huge. I'm gonna, yeah, I think maybe we jump in and start talking a little bit about what maybe what we're seeing with money and communities and all that, because whenever I look at the energy of 22, it feels like there's this huge need for us to have resiliency, be able to move through our lives, maybe without dependence on 
the grocery store or other entities that we may be used to hopping in our car and getting to. And I know that some of us have, have tuned in um, and have been guided uh, that we need three months of supplies on hand. And so that would point to perhaps some of that destruction or breakdown before we get to a place of breakthrough, because the money system for me feels like it changes drastically. I was predicting it um, to start changing for this year, 21, but I'm still feeling that very heavily for 22, where it does feel like there needs to be more of a diversification amongst you know, having different forms of money, different things that you can barter with. I personally purchased a bunch of seeds and um, a book on how to grow um, fruits and vegetables inside because I feel like there might be a need for a strengthening of the community, but maybe not in the way we've seen it before. For me, it feels more like going outside on my street, knocking on the doors, introducing myself to my neighbors and saying, hey, who wants to build a community garden? You know, something more like that instead of this um, big overhanging entity that we're used to, you know, saying, oh, that's in D.C., you know, that's there, that's there. Instead, it feels like it comes becomes more homegrown in 22. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I agree. And the diversification, I think, is really important. I know I even changed it for my own services about what I can accept and, and that I'm willing to barter and trade and, you know, accept Bitcoin and crypto and that kind of stuff. And, and the message that I got really is <clears throat> that we're in this transition. So I don't know that I feel in this lifetime, we're going to see like a flip from fiat currency to crypto 100%. What I'm feeling is more like this lifetime is this transition of some people might want precious metals, some people might want crypto, somewhere we might still use fiat, somewhere, somewhere we might barter and trade. So I do feel we're going to see some dips um, in the stock market this coming year. I think we're going to, we're going to be, it feels like a kind of like we're all in limbo of what to do with our money. So it doesn't feel clear to me. It feels more like, what do we do with our money? How do we spend it? What, who takes what, you know, what do I need to have? And the most important thing is to have a little bit of everything is kind of my sense. So that's what I've been getting for money for 2022. Um, I would like to just kind of speak to a little bit of what both of you said that was coming through, because when I sat down, last week to start this process of tuning in or or fine-tuning the information I was getting. The thing that I kept um, seeing is expansion. And this is like, it, and this is expansion of um, individuals, of our country, global expansion. And um, what it boils down to is this movement towards sustainability, but not necessarily in the ways that we typically think of it. Um, not just in like food, like what Delisa was saying, growing, you know, learning how to be self-sustaining with food. But a lot of it is about trusting of self in ways that we maybe never have, that um, we, that we know how to support ourselves, even if we don't think we know how to, like it's within us to know what to do. And that the community, just like Delisa was saying, it's more about this smaller, 
community rather than on a larger scale. It's really about knowing the people that are around you and, and knowing um, who needs what, who has what, how you can help. Um, and really just a lot about trust of self. And then the other thing that I kept seeing was a movement to alternative ways of doing things. And, and I don't understand this exactly, but they kept showing me new options for food sources, but it's not like GMOs. It's not, it's not something synthetic um, and medicines and new ways to use what we currently have. And a big, big focus this year on the earth's medicines, not only for healing our physical body, but for healing our mental, our brains, and all of the um, impacts that we've had from toxins and chemicals and, and energetic, like, you know, towers and all sorts of things like that. Um, and then what they showed me is that over the next five years, we're going to need a lot less. We're going to need a lot less food, just in general, as people, we're going to need a lot less material supplies, and we're going to have a lot less waste, and we're going to learn to consume dramatically less. We're going to, we, we're evolving to be sustainable on a lot less. So it's almost like we're going to be nourished energetically is what I kept feeling in ways that we haven't really allowed ourselves to explore yet. Um, and we're getting more and more creative as people is what I was shown. And we're allowing for ways to learn new ways of doing things and new ways of being here, which is just going to help us and the planet, which goes back into that um, sustainability and diversification in all the ways. So. I like that. Do, does anybody want to address? So Eve's question is for money and investments. What about real estate as well? Anybody want to jump in on that? Well, I think it's interesting what we had felt about real estate because earlier this year, um, do you mind if I share we're on the same page with the real estate thing mm -hmm. where we were getting downloads to say, go buy a house, <laughs> mm -hmm. go buy a house. Um, and so we took the we took the guidance. We bought houses. Uh, um, I feel it could have something to do. Maybe there's something in the astrology, um, but it feels like there may be as the states continue to divide. Because I I feel more divide between states, and I'm often asked in my spark plug group from people, "Oh, well, is my job going to make me do this? Am I going to force me doing that?" And every time I look at it, they say it depends on where you live. And so I think there's just going to be more of these hard lines between states. And so there could be more restrictions or um, re reformulating what the laws are um, around purchase of real estate or how to obtain a loan uh, for real estate. So I think there's going to be some kind of change to that. Yeah, I agree. I mean, just to exclamation point what Delisa said, absolutely, I have felt it's important to own property, yep. not rent. Amen. Amen. Um, we also have Liz saying bartering will be important in the future, for sure. And important now, I think, you know, what's happening in these micro communities is learning how to create our own economies in these micro communities. And 
Um, I'm actually going to have Imani on in January, and that's exactly what she's doing. She's creating an economy within her community, and I'll be following her lead in Ajata Casa because that barter and trade and operating in your own currency is going to become more and more important. Kate, is there anything in astrology for real estate? I mean, I always operate that real estate is good <laughs> um, just to, to own something. Absolutely. I think to everything that you guys just said, um, it's interesting um, because everything that you were describing to me sounds like when we see that Pluto transition into Aquarius, mm -hmm. you know, because Aquarius is we, the people, right? It's the collective. And we've seen Pluto in Capricorn for a very long time because of all the retrogrades. Pluto spent a very long time in Capricorn. Right. When we say it's been there since 2008 and we've seen so many, I mean, we've seen more millionaires and billionaires created here in this last window because Capricorn is the builder. They rise to the top. It's the authority. And so already, again, if we go back to that idea of what I said, when we're a few degrees out, it'd be silly to say we're not feeling it. Right. And that's that Aquarius coming in. Even when we see the, saw the declaration of independent sign, Pluto was an Aquarius. We, the people. It's going back. We're returning back to that. And I think that's where I, we could see things like, I don't know, universal income. It's just an example, right? But Or the idea of the, the gardens in the communities where we're more, um, the, or the bartering, where it's more about like, how can we help each other versus looking to these larger structures um, for that help? Yeah, interesting. Well, and I want to chime in. Christine says, will we start to see more supply chain breakdowns like Colorado is experiencing. And here's what I would say to that. Um, what I want to say is um, the, the Sacred Council continues to talk about adapting. So when something is out, we're just going to adapt to something new. And I can tell you that I live in uh, south of Denver, Colorado, and there are grocery stores that I've been to in the last couple of weeks that are like, shelves wiped clean and then five minutes later there's a grocery store full so i think it's important to recognize like the stories that are being told in certain locations and leave those locations you know because even driving an extra five minutes i'm finding a store that's completely stocked all the time with no issues and i've questioned you know, we could get into that. We won't because we don't want to get YouTube strikes. But like there's obviously stuff going on that's telling a certain story in certain locations. And I've noticed that that has a lot to do with counties, too. The county I'm in is open and not participating in some of the restrictions. And those stores are full. Other counties that are right, I'm like right on a line, um, are empty and following restrictions. So I think just... You've got to be willing to adapt. And I do think we're going to see supply chain breakdowns. I've, I've been saying that since March of last year. I think that's going to continue. But I think it's about deciding where you're going to go. I'm actually leaving grocery stores and, and moving into a company that, that uh, delivers local foods. So I think it's about adapting so that it's, it's only certain supply chains that are breaking down and certain products. So it's changing where you're going is what I'm trying to say. Whether it's different stores, different products, different ways of sourcing your food, that kind of thing. And the supply chain issue, I would say, say absolutely was like that Saturn Uranus conjunction that we saw two times already in 2021. There's one more hit December 24th. And then Mars is going to come activate that point in early 2022. 
if we had to sum up Saturn Uranus, it's like cancel culture. Saturn is the 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 structure, the stuff that we always know, and Uranus is the untraditional. So the idea of the supply chain being broken, the idea of us reconsidering what is Thanksgiving, things that we've always seen that was always okay, and Uranus is coming in and saying, no, it's not, right? Let's shake it up. So we are still in that. And and um, I think to Lisa's point as well, is like, regardless if it's true or not, regardless if you believe it, believe it, the stars are saying that's what needs to be talked about, right? Mm-hmm. The planets are dictating what our language is as a society. Does it mean it's truthful? Not necessarily, but it means that's what we're talking about. That's where the yeah. focus is going. And can I add to that with, because, you know, I don't live, like I'm in one county and I can go to stores within this county and a store, you know, two, two blocks from my house has nothing in a store. The other way, two blocks has everything. So I'm just like Lisa said, it's, it, it, it's interesting is what I'm going to say. But the point of it is this is allowing us to choose different things, different ways of being. And the, the same message to stay out of the fear. Don't go to those stores with empty shelves and panic and go into, um, you know, quarter mode and think that the sky is falling. We need to keep our, you know, keep our compasses calibrated and remind ourselves that, you know, if we can't find this, it's not going to be the end of the world. We can go someplace else or adapt, as Lisa said, but stay out of the fear and don't don't create a bigger story around it than needs to be. Yeah, so true. Well, and we have to talk about the government because, Kate, you're bringing up the blue return. And I'm just going to say it, but say it carefully, which is I think I know Delisa and I are on the same page with it. Like we've been waiting for the dark haired woman to take over the White House and it's like we're still waiting but i still feel that that's going to occur and i think that that's going to create a lot of um issues in the collective in the united states because i think that's going to create a lot of controversy and protests and 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 stress um if the presidency shifts as you're saying kate with the astrology there could be some changes and it seems like we are all waiting for that change to happen. And I'm just not convinced that there won't be two changes. So um, I'm still seeing uh, Joe out, the dark haired woman in and then out. And what happens from there, I'm not clear on, to be honest. But I do think there's going to be a shakeup in the office this coming year. So yeah, there. <laughs> I completely back that um, from everything I've seen energetically, uh, that, that motion that there are the two um, changes that end up happening there. There's also, um, how do I want to put this? The other guy who's standing backstage, <laughs> um, who's launching his own media company is waiting um and in waiting and every time i look at that energy it's like i'm backstage waiting so i do think there's going to be a rise in power again some would argue that there's always remained power there but i I do see an influx there in 2022 which could 
lend to some of the destruction or dismantling of the main form of government. Somebody in the comments said, uh, Liz, it said states will go back to territories. Kind of that feel where it's no longer united, but then we have these different areas. And maybe there's even down the line, state lines that, that get redrawn or reconfigured. Um, but I, I don't necessarily moving forward see one president of the United States of America. I don't, I don't see it. Anytime I look at it, it's not there. Can I, I just have to speak to that, Delisa, because I couldn't believe this, what they were showing me, but towards the end of the year, I keep seeing three in power. And I didn't get, I kind of feel like I maybe saw one pretty clear, not gonna, not gonna name it, him or her, <laughs> but um, I saw three and that, and it goes to what they were showing me with, um, and I can't remember which month that was, but with like territories, like Delisa was saying, but things are different and it doesn't look like what we think it's going to look like even now. Like we think we know like states that might join together to form. It feels very different than that, but I saw three distinct presidents. So interesting. I would say so. <laughs> Yeah. Do we want to go with Kate's next one or do you want to jump in, Lisa? I think that's good enough. Yeah, we're. I agree with all of you. <laughs> it's going to be weird. I think it's going to be weird. And I think, um, but it's also part of the, the healing, I think, of, you know, what our founding fathers wanted to create and, and even the constitution, I think we're, we're coming back into the energy, as you said, Kate. And I think part of that means we have to look at things differently, especially with that Aquarian energy. It, it's, it's reinventing, as you said, the reword. it's reinventing our, our, um, nation. Pluto is a before and after energy. So the idea of having to look at things in a new light, kind of thinking, okay, that was, you know, um, you know, before the Pluto return, this is what it is now. And, you know, even if we look back to the idea of how I said that Venus is activating, you know, the pandemic again, like this, this Pluto return is not just February 22nd, 2022. This is a story that is going to play out all through 2022 and continue to be activated as we move into 2023. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, anyone that's like worried that oh, so one thing is going to happen and everything's going to be shifted, you know, I would just say like, we are kind of, I hate to use the word groomed because that sounds so like predatory, but it, like the idea is like we are groomed for these changes that are, that are happening. Mm -hmm. Agreed. Um, if we switch gears, we have to talk about the Neptune-Jupiter conjunction happening on April 8th. And this takes on a very different tone because we have um, Neptune and Jupiter uh, both loving Pisces in the sign of Pisces. And this could be really great for new entertainment. Uh, Jupiter and Neptune are both kind of um, things that we go to to uh, escape if you will. So we could use music, we could use um, entertainment like movies, shows, 
So there could be just some great box office hits. I know that kind of sounds a little lame, like, okay. <laughs> but there could just be some great movement in the arts industry um, as we see that. Um, even the idea of Jupiter Neptune could be some interesting drugs that become legalized. Because when we talk about escapism, people escape in many different ways. Some people you know, put their headphones in and get into music, like maybe even how we did this earlier today. You know, some people more escape to something that they're consuming. So mm -hmm. um, April 8th is the exact conjunction of those two. Well, that's interesting because that's one of the things that came up in, in the research that Delisa and I have been doing is there's going to be a lot of a, a lot of challenges with drugs and drug overdoses and suicide, I think, in the upcoming year and beyond. And um, and so I'm glad you brought that up, Kate, because I think it's important. Like this is where community does become important, because if you have community and you're able to connect with others, and you feel like you have a support system, you know, it really allows for you to be in a safe space versus other people who may be isolated and alone. So um, I agree, we're gonna see a lot of escapism this year, if we aren't already really seeing that. Yeah, well, I think we have already. I mean, we know that the consumption of alcohol and drugs and everything has just skyrocketed since lockdown. And when I said earlier that I saw that we're going to be using new means and things like that. I, this One of the things that I saw was that there's going to be some legalization of certain um, medicines used, like microdosing. I don't know if that's the right word. I don't know. But things, I mean, it's like there's just an expansion in a lot of ways of what we allow, what we, you know, and um, in April, I don't know if this goes along with that, Kate, but it feels like it might. I see a, a death of two prominent political leaders, a female mm -hmm. and a male. So um, that might be part of what the escapism is. It might feel like there's hopelessness because that's what it kind of felt like. Like these two leaders, it's like a huge or one sector of the population is going to view it as horrible and sad. I mean, it is sad, but um, like hopeless. So, yeah. I, so <clears throat> interesting. I was looking at like the Queen, the Pope, the president of the U.S., the Dalai Lama, even there's this release of those powers. And I think we'll see a few deaths in that those within that, those four leaders this year. And Kate, you had said something very interesting about um, things happening with the royal family during eclipses. And I was watching somebody talk about the chart of the queen and the April eclipse coming up in 2022, and that that's potentially a change of the guard. But what I'm feeling is there's no replacement. That's really what I'm feeling is when these, these leaders leave, there's no replacements, which goes to what you're saying, Michelle, about the hopelessness, you know, and, and this goes back to what we've, what I've been preaching all year, which is about being in the unknown yeah. is being in the unknown is where we get to create something new. So reminding yourself in 2022, I think if I were to put a positive spin on it <laughs> is when you're talking about these changes and, and, you know, 
people passing away or political structures changing or any of these things is this is the chance for us to create something new in our world and and to view it as almost exciting and and a chance for us to create something different rather than holding on to the old so i think if you're still holding on to these old archaic systems like you gotta let go yeah can i just quickly add i love that you brought up the pope because in august i definitely saw collapse there possibly a death but collapse of the structure and i you know and that goes right to what you were saying lisa like that was the first thing that i felt was when i saw that like all of the people that are going to be feel like their foundation is gone because they've built their lives around that and so yeah I'll say one quick thing, and I'm sure Kate's got, I know we're getting ready to close out on the prediction stuff, but um, I have been feeling, and other people that I've talked to that are in this space have been feeling like more people will leave the earth in 2022. And just a reminder that, you know, you may not be able to control someone's actions or if they stay or if they go. Um, some of it may be faded, F-A-T-E-D, faded, or part of, you know, a school contract or their chart or whatever, their birth chart. Um, but I do think there is going to be kind of this undertone of sadness and grief throughout 2022, where there'll be pieces of it that will feel expansive, joyful, uplifting, where maybe we feel more connected to the people that are in our neighborhood and on our street, but also paired with grief of letting go of maybe what we've known, as Kate was saying, the before and after of Pluto, that we may be feeling this need to process that grief. And that may let you know lead back to you, to your heart, to what you want, to your own resiliency. But I do think there's going to be a few different wavelengths that are major energy themes running through 22. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Continuation of death, right? Because we've already seen, and this is, when I talk to people about this, there's so, there's so much fear and I get it because we've already seen so many people exiting, not, not because of the C word necessarily, not just that, a whole slew of reasons. And lots of families are being hit really hard and so to think that it's going to continue even more to Lisa is a little disheartening, but you know, it, it this is their choice. It's their contract. Um, and it's ours to, you know, stay here and, and be the best we can admit amidst all of it. So. Mm -hmm. And I like what, I don't remember who said this, but we don't know if that is in their I mean, it's weird to think about that being in someone's plan, but we can always trust that there is a purpose and that there is an outcome, something that can come of it that actually is of the highest good. And I had a family member that did pass away recently and he, he's my, he's my age. So he's very young, was very young, but we all felt this feeling that, that, that his soul had completed their mission for this lifetime, whatever that mission was, we felt this sense of closure, even though an outsider might look at that situation and think that it was so tragic. And of course it is extremely sad and it's hard to lose someone, but I think that there's a way to feel like everything does have a higher purpose, especially now because there are such intense changes going on on the earth. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
Well, and I, I'm glad you brought that up because there's a question like, why is there so much death? And I just yeah. want to address at least my opinion again, right? Like, we don't know it all. I'm not God, but my yeah. opinion is this. Um, our planet is shifting in its frequency. And that frequency, just like anything else, if, if, if a job no longer resonates with you, you leave the job. And it's the same thing in this instance where if, if the frequency is no longer aligning with you, you're leaving. And because we're in this process of such intense shift in frequency, there's a lot of souls who are deciding that they don't want to be here anymore. They're done. And just like you're saying, Maddie, like they're, they've completed their mission. They came here to get what they needed to get and they're ready to leave and go to a different space. And that's, what's going to continue as, as the resonance <clears throat> of our planet is actually changing right we're, we're changing and so there's a lot of that and um tracy shares here i do feel some of that aftermath that there is a cleansing um so to speak with coming together in small groups and relearning how to be human there's that reword again i'm liking this case that you're talking about so i know we're like running out of time you guys and i feel like we could talk for three hours but i'd love to get um I think we're just going to get some closing thoughts and Maddie has a beautiful presentation of music for us at the end. So if you guys can believe it, it's already been an hour. <laughs> so Kate, what are your closing thoughts? What do you want to leave us with this year? Um, my closing thoughts would be, I don't think I've put anything together. <laughs> I, am, I am optimistic for 20, uh, 2022. I know the Pluto return sounds scary, but I do think that, um, you know, without change, we're not growing, you know, and I don't, I think most people, we can at least all agree that the structures that are in place could be better, right? And we have to feel uncomfortable and we have to shake up those things um, in order to see that growth and that change. And I'm extremely optimistic about Pluto moving into Aquarius. I know that's not something we're really going to dive into until 2023, but again, we're close, right? We're putting this bookend on this event that started in 2008 here we are on the back end so just you know thank you everyone today for listening to my words and um, i just wish everyone just a very great new year awesome michelle what about you um so i just want to say that like kate i'm optimistic mm -hmm. and i'm really relieved because when i sat the um initially to look into 2022 like really look at it I was a little nervous of what I would see and find. And and while there are some things that are serious and, you know, um, there's a lot of really good stuff. And one of the things, the theme that I saw immediately was justice and a balance of all of it. And that this year there's going to be more justice, more fairness and more balance. So those that have less power will come more, more to the center. Those that have more power will come more to the center so that there is more of a balance where we feel like it's not hopeless and that we're not powerless. And, um, it just feels like balance and harmony, which, uh, in a lot of ways, finally, you know, thank God. <laughs> so, Cool. Thank you for having me today. Yeah. Elisa, final thoughts? Yeah, I'm going to go over just quickly the year of the six that we're moving into and then the Chinese animal that the year represents. But I will say this first. 
I feel that 2022, the feeling you have throughout the year will directly correlate to how much you are willing to surrender control. Because if you can show up and enjoy the the simple moments or, you know, growing your own carrots in your backyard, whatever it looks like or feels like to you, if you can do it while moving through it as gracefully and as patiently as you can, you probably have a really interesting, profound year. But if you're trying to strangle everything and trying to figure out exactly how it's going to go, it may be a bit of um, a tougher year for you. So surrender would be the word I would use. So we are headed into a sixth year, which is going to be a year of reinvention, but also a big year of responsibility. Uh, you likely will experience a lot of your own deeper healing, which is great. Um, yeah, we're going to likely have an undertone of things changing and understanding what we need on hand. We talked about the supply chain stuff, supplies, uh, needing to have those on hand. Self-reliance is a theme for a six-year. Um, and understanding where you fit into the world around you or on the street or the neighborhood that you find yourself in. Uh, likely more emphasis on partnerships. Uh, finances and money will be highlighted in the year ahead. And there will be more science and um, scientific discoveries, which I know we didn't get into specifically, but I'm sure we have our our thoughts on which diseases or illnesses will have more breakthroughs in a six year, but that's there. And then lastly, the Chinese uh, animal for 2022 is the water tiger. Now this is um, from February 1st to January 31st, so February 1st of 22. It's a symbol of strength, um, restlessness, uh, could be some isolation or some lonesome feelings but also about being brave to exercise, release, and surrender the lower frequencies. Um, and this tiger doesn't generally get along with a lot of other animals. <laughs> so it could feel like you have to go back to yourself to solve problems, back to yourself to figure things out. So that self-reliance is going to be a major theme for 2022. Um, but this Water tiger is also a symbol of needing to be flexible. Love it. Maddie, any final thoughts you want to share for next year? Yeah, I, I think with the theme of self-reliance, I think that, well, if everything is um, as within, so without, I think maybe now we're starting to become more interested in how to grow our, how to grow our own food, how to create our own communities, because we had to do that inner work first. I don't think that we'd even be talking about that if we hadn't already come to a place within ourselves that is sovereign spiritually. And I think that the desire to branch out in these different directions, in these different directions in our in our more physical kind of 3D life is a manifestation of maybe the work that we've done spiritually to be more sovereign and to make our own and to make our own decisions. So I really feel like that's just an outer manifestation and i think that's really exciting because i think that that's showing okay we're awake enough that we actually can move into that direction because the first step for me would be to actually wake up to what's going on so i think that's exciting and i really think that this is someone said something about relearning to be or yeah relearning how to be a human and i think that is what we're doing and i know for me i mean there there may not be a reason for us to 
get to know our neighbors when things are really, really good. So now that things are maybe crazy and not so comfortable, there's like, there, there's this impetus to actually get to know people. There's this impetus to work together. And I think that that's really fun. <laughs> it's yeah. like, it's like, oh, it's actually really fun to be a human and it's not lonely. And we actually, and even though the reason that we're starting to connect more might not be pleasant or might not be comfortable, at least we have a reason to start connecting more. So I think it's actually really exciting if we can look at it that way. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Well, in my final thoughts, um, you know, I was having lunch with Megan Riley, who's another psychic medium, and she said something that really stuck with me, which is between 2020 and 2021, our, the human collective has been disembodied. And that really resonated with me and it really uh, kind of inspired me because my whole focus is about embodiment, you know, being in the body, being human. And that disembodying, like that goes back to how we're escaping, right? We leave our body to escape. And so um, my word for 2022 is relationship. Being a sixth year, it's all about family and all those things. But what really came through for me was this is about relationship with self, with soul, with our body, and, and really being in the world in 2022. We've all kind of disengaged, disembodied, you know, stepped out of things. And I feel like now it's time to go back into the world and it's not going to be easy, but we have to show up. At our when there's legislation like we have to show up to vote we have to show up um at our schools we have to show up in the world um with what we're awake to now to be able to bring this frequency into matter and into form and into the physical in our world and so that's really i think the focus for next year we know relationship building is never easy it is always hard and messy and, and building a relationship with ourselves, with our communities, with our friends, with our family, rebuilding relationships, healing, um, coming to terms with our own selves. Like this is really to me what the focus of 2022 is and a dissolution of the old guard. They are leaving the planet and I don't think they're being replaced, you know? So I think that's something really important to wrap our minds around. Um, so what we're going to do is Maddie's going to share some beautiful music, but I don't want you guys to go anywhere. First off, I want you to listen to her music. But second off, we're going to come back just to share briefly what everybody has going on, because all of us are, are transitioning and developing new things and have new ways to connect with us. And I want to make sure we all share that at the end as well, because there's so much we didn't say. So if you want to hear what else we have to say, you got to stay tuned. What I'm going to do is, ladies, I'm going to remove us except for Maddie to see if that helps with the video, and then I'll put us back in when it's done. So we'll just do that now. So.
There we go. Let's see.
<laughs> well, <laughs> we don't need a video, so no worries. <laughs> At least we had the audio. <laughs> oh, you're muted. Thank you. There I am. <laughs> that was very beautiful. Thank you so much. And um, thank you for putting this together for us too, for this particular yeah, show. Cause it's awesome. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, I would love for everybody to go around. We're going to close up everyone. So thank you so much for everyone who stayed with us. Um, but I'd love to go around and have you just share what is up for 2022 for you and what would you like people to dive into to connect with you? So Delisa, why don't you start? Yes, thanks so much for having me on today's show. Um, I am working with clients and students that are really ready to transform in 2022. So exciting announcements coming on that um, before the end of the year. And then I'm going to do um, a 2022 panel on January 13th, which is all the stuff I can't say on here. <laughs> so that email is going out today. Awesome. Michelle. Um, so I am transitioning more and more into this, um, seasonal rhythm that I've been feeling for the last year, um, within my personal life and in my business. And so this, I'm doing the same thing that I did last year with my year in preview. Um, we don't do a full year. We go season by season, which is wonderful because it allows, um, us to meet you right where you are and see just that small portion without looking too far into the future so that we can actually see what needs to be looked at and worked on right then. And I'm running a special right now. If you sign up this week um, or next week, you can get, uh, I've got some time set aside that are only for these readings. This is your only chance to have some one-on-one -on -one time with me before the end of the year. But it's a great opportunity for us to get clear about what gifts we want to bring from 2021 into 2022. And um, with that package, with the year in preview package, you also get a full year of Grown Up Time Out Plus seasons and a bonus reading in December of 2022 to move you graceful into 2023. Um, in staying in the vein of seasonal uh, rhythm and staying in that, I am also moving my product line into seasonal offerings. So each season will be fewer products that align with the season and with the themes of that season. So if you've got favorites and things that you love, check your supply and make sure that you order before the 31st of December because between January 1st and 31st of 2022, orders will not be mailed. They won't go out until February 1st. And then we don't know what's gonna be offered when we come back. So if there's things you love, get them now because we don't know if they'll be back. Um, and I'm just looking really forward to working with people that are ready to expand and grow in new ways and really be authentic in ways we've never had before. So thank you. Thank you. Kate. Again, thank you so much for having me today. Um, 2022 looks pretty similar for me. I will still be working with my one-on-one -on -one clients, offering astrology readings um, over the phone. I still will continue the podcast that I run uh, with my mom called Mom and Me Astrology. And I also have uh, the Astrology Academy, just because, you know, one other thing I didn't say about that, Jupiter and uh, 
and Neptune lineup is we think spiritualism has gained momentum already. That is another thing that will set off even I think more questioning around religion. So we do run an academy, an astrology academy. It's a great starting point if you're looking to get into the field or better understand your chart, or the chart of your children. Um, it just introduces you to the language. So that will still be offered all of 2022. So thank you again for having me. Awesome. Thank you, Maddie. Um, I am just hoping to find as many people as I can to interview on my podcast, Truth Matters. So if anyone listening feels like they have a story of their own spiritual awakening or um, any work that they do on their spiritual path that they want people to know about, then feel free to contact me at truthmatters at gmail.com because I'd love to just continue to make more connections and get more inspiring stories out there. So yeah, that's what I'm looking forward to. <laughs> Awesome. Well, thank you so much to all four of you for being here and, and taking time out of your busy schedules to be a part of the show and um, to share yourselves and, and to be connected. And I just love you all. And for everybody who is wanting to connect with me, honestly, the best thing you can do right now is just go to lisamgunshore.com and join my mailing list. Um, I'm going to be doing some different things with that mailing list next year, and that will include some of my own thoughts for each month and as we go forward in the year. So um, that would be the best way to connect with me. And um, thank you guys so much. And I hope everyone has an amazing solstice. Thank you guys. Have a great day. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.